Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. Just a short Bible study, only about 13 minutes, but every day of the week, seven days a week, keeping us in God's Word and thereby helping us to stay strong and even grow stronger in our faith, because faith comes by hearing the Word of God. I know we keep repeating that, but I don't think we can overemphasize it. People need to be in God's Word today. If there was ever a time in our nation, or maybe we could say even in the world, that people needed to get into God's Word, now is that time. We encourage you to share these short studies with everybody you can. You know people in your life who need to change. Help them by getting them into God's Word through these daily Bible studies every single day, through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means, with your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can think of. You may help somebody turn their life around. You may help somebody get to heaven. What a great blessing that will be for them but also for you. So make that commitment. Start sharing today. We'll get back into our line of thought and study, asking the question, do you have a weight problem? W-A-I-T problem. Are you waiting instead of coming to God? Are you keep putting off what you know you need to do? Uh, Do you keep procrastinating? Now, we talked about the technical definition of procrastination is to put off intentionally and habitually what you need to do. Postpone, to put off, doing something that should be done, and you know it, you you need to do it, but you keep putting it off. You keep saying, I'm going to get to it, but you never quite get to it, or at least you don't get to it in a timely manner. It's way down the road somewhere, and maybe you never get to it because you become very skilled at procrastinating, continually putting off what you know you need to do. We talked about Felix, the Roman governor, under whose care or under whose authority the Apostle Paul was being held prisoner. And Felix wanted to hear more about Christianity. He had heard about it to some extent. He wanted to learn more, and so he called for Paul to come and and teach him, basically, both Felix and his wife, Drusilla. And Paul, Acts chapter 24, verses 22 through 27, Paul began to teach him, to talk to him about about righteousness and self-control and judgment to come. And the text says that it struck a chord with Peter, uh, rather with Felix, to the extent that he became afraid. Another translation says he trembled, and he sent Paul away. He said, when I have a more convenient time, I will call for you. Well, he did continually call for Paul, had conversation after conversation with him. I think we could say Bible studies. But he never, we had never see where he made up his mind to obey God, to obey those teachings Paul was communicating to him. He had a weight problem, and the text never indicates that he ever made up his mind to obey what he was learning. A whole lot of people are in that position right now. A whole lot of people, they know they need to change their lives. Are you in that position right now? Have you got a weight problem? You keep putting it off, knowing that you need to change your life and come to God through Jesus Christ, that you need to seek forgiveness through baptism for the remission of your sins. Or maybe you've become a Christian, but you strayed away. Or maybe you just become lackadaisical, wishy-washy, 
but you know you need to come back. You know you need to make a commitment. You know you need to make up your mind, but you keep putting it off, finding excuse after excuse after excuse. Do you have that kind of a weight problem? We want to encourage you to stop, to put that off. Because as we read in James chapter 4, verses 13 through 17, to not do what you know you need to do is sin when it comes to your spiritual life, when it comes to obeying God. To not do what you know is right is sin. Now, why was Felix a procrastinator? Maybe he was just indecisive. A whole lot of people are indecisive. They have a hard time making up their minds. Again, you've been in a restaurant, and you've maybe been with people who, when the waiter or waitress came around, what can I get for you? Nah, I don't know. I haven't made up my mind yet. Can, can you give me a few more minutes? Sure, no problem. They come back five minutes later. Have you made up your mind? I just can't decide. Give me a couple more minutes. Well, that may go on and on and on for a while. They have to make up their mind eventually. Behind the scenes of an Arizona circus, Bob Beale chatted with an animal trainer for Hollywood movies. He asked him, how is it that you can stake down a 10-ton elephant with the same size stake that you use for this little fella. And he was pointing to a baby elephant who weighed maybe 300 pounds, <laughs> not 10 tons. And the trainer said, it's easy. When they're babies, we stake them down. Now they try to tug away from the stake maybe 10,000 times before they realize that they can't possibly get away. And at that point, their elephant memory takes over, and they remember for the rest of their lives that they can't get away from the stake. Well, sometimes we're like elephants, aren't we? When we're teenagers, some thinking or some unthinking, some insensitive, some unwise person comes along and, and tells us that we're not good at anything. We're not a leader. We'll never be worth a, a cent. You know, your team's never going to make it, never going to win. And in our minds, we drive down a mental stake. And even as adults, we're still held back by this same inaccurate stake in our minds telling us we can't do anything. We're no good. Most adults are capable of much more than they realize. And they are still growing more capable each year through experience and gain knowledge, but they keep that stake of indecision in their mind, and they keep putting off doing what they know they ought to do. Well, so maybe Felix, that Roman governor, was indecisive, but maybe, maybe he had another problem. And we'll look at a number of these possible reasons why Felix had that kind of a weight problem. Maybe he was a perfectionist. Now, Felix could have thought, I'm afraid I'll fall back into my old bad habits. I just don't know if I'll ever be able to stick with it, to live the Christian life. I've run into all kinds of people who had those kinds of thoughts. I just don't know if I can live the life. In fact, some would say, I, I just can't live that life. They know what they need to do, but they've got a, a weight problem, W-A-I-T, because they think they can't live that life. 
Now, they think maybe in some cases, some of them think I've got to be absolutely perfect if I'm going to live the Christian life. I can't ever sin. I can't ever have a bad thought run through my mind. Well, God knows that even when we become a Christian, we're still human. And so we have all of those weaknesses that go there with being a human. When John the Apostle wrote 1 John chapter 1, he was writing it to Christians, and he was very straightforward. Now, first he said you can't live in sin and walk with God at the same time. But then he also said that we need to recognize that we still sin from time to time. Now, that's, that's different from living a lifestyle of sin. But we're still going to stub our toe from time to time. But he said in 1 John chapter 1 and verse 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. And then he goes on in chapter 2 and verse 1, these things I write to you so that you may not sin. And if anyone sins, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. In other words, Jesus will be there pleading our case for forgiveness as we come back to God, seeking his forgiveness through Christ. So we're still going to make a mistake. So maybe, but I doubt that this is really the reason why Felix, the Roman governor, had this weight problem. He might have been a perfectionist, but probably not. Probably not. It was, it, it, but that, some people, that's what they're thinking. I can't live the Christian life. Well, what do you mean? I, 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 I'm still going to sin. Well, yeah, God recognizes that. Doesn't mean he excuses it, but he's made the way for you to be forgiven after you become a Christian through prayer, through repentance, and prayer in the name of Christ for forgiveness. The Procrastinators Club of America puts out a, pu a publication called Last Month's Newsletter. <laughs> That's appropriate name, isn't it, for a Procrastinators Club of America? It is mailed sooner or later without charge to members of the club so that when they decide to pick up their mail, they can read such literary gems as this. Please forgive us this one time, but the president's message, which was planned to appear in this space, missed our deadline. We promise to make every effort to get a message prepared in time for our next issue, if and when it comes out, provided we're not pushed or rushed into it and end up with a message as inferior as this one would have been. <laughs> a lot of irony there, isn't it? Solomon spoke of perfectionism in Ecclesiastes chapter 11 and verse 4. He who observes the wind shall not show, uh, shall not sow, but he who regards the clouds will not reap. Interesting. We can keep making excuses, can't we? Can you imagine a farmer? It comes planting time, and he keeps looking up at the sky and say, oh, oh I, I think it might rain today. I, I better not try to plant today. Oh, oh, you know, the wind is really blowing, and there's no need for me to try to plant seeds in the ground because the wind's just going to blow them away. It's not going to work. going to blow the topsoil off wherever I plant. It's not going to work. 
Well, Solomon is saying, if you must have perfect working conditions, then you're never going to accomplish much. Because when do we ever have perfect working conditions on an ongoing basis? Sometimes we set goals or we have expectations that are not really wise or realistic. We need to understand we need to step forward and do what needs to be done. Waiting for perfect conditions keeps some from attending services regularly. Hebrews 10 and verse 25 says, do not forsake the assembling of yourselves together as is the manner of some, but all the more as you see the day approaching. We need to be with the church, but now we can get up and go to work on Monday morning if it's pouring down rain, but come Sunday morning, if there's a little bit of a sprinkle, uh, just the weather looks too bad. I'm not going to get out in it today. I might catch a cold. (laughs) Any excuse serves the person with the weight problem the procrastinator. Let's pray. Father in heaven, help us to put aside all excuses that might come to our mind by the devil's instigation to keep us from coming to you and living by your word, to being obedient to you, to doing what we know we need to do, to be faithful to you. Help us to overcome this, Father. Please, we beg you. Please, Father. Please forgive us, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.